Malakanaji, my name is Standing Holy. This name was given to me when I was young by Frank White Buffalo Man, a Sioux elder and grandson of Sitting Bull. This name was Sitting Bull's daughter's name and was gifted to me to use in this life for the benefit of the people. So here I am. Standing holy is the wisdom, strength, and guidance I have drawn upon to live well. It's preceded every ceremony I've ever done and has seen me through the hardest of life's experiences. Leaning into who I am on a soul level has carried me through the unimaginable. And it can for you too. This podcast is geared to summon your light, your heart song, your gift and contribution to humanity. As we embody and live by our true authentic self, we raise the frequency of the earth and all her inhabitants, something that is needed now more than ever. My greatest teacher, Floyd Hand, told me before he passed, my girl, when you begin sharing your stories, you will help a lot of people. This was his vision that I am carrying out. This is my heart song, as Wakanaji. Hey there, everybody. This is Brandy with another episode of Standing Holy with Brandy Tuttle. In this episode, I come to you from a very special place in my heart. I'm actually sitting right now at the powwow grounds in the arena area of the Kalispell Tribe of Indians Reservation up here. When I was growing up in Washington State, my dad actually worked for the tribe, this particular tribe, the Kalispell Indians. And while he was here, he was a very pivotal piece in creating this powwow grounds. It's very surreal for me to be sitting here on the outskirts after the powwow. Nobody is really around. There's some kids playing at the playground is about it. But to be sitting here and actually holding space in this arena, because I remember being a very little girl and having the blueprint spread out on the table where we would have dinner. He'd be working on that in the evening time and masterminding what it was going to look like. I remember how special it, it felt and how he would show me the different areas of the blueprints show me where the stick games were going to be, the dancing was going to be, where the concessions would be set up, where the people who were visiting were going to be camping and putting their teepees up. The Ponderé River runs right beside this area, and just up the road here is the uh, tribal office, at least where it used to be. And there's more buildings over there now. But when I was a little girl and I'd come with dad to, to work, I remember being at that little building up there when he would be doing his, his office work. And dad was another big piece in getting this bison herd for the tribe. He wanted to have a place that was grounded in the roots and the culture of what make our Indian people who they are. And so during those years, he did a lot of grant writing and 
raising of money so that these things could be created for future generations. And here I am, probably 45 years later, sitting here, looking at the grounds, looking back over my shoulder, and I could see where that tribal office is, and then the bison range that is between the two. Dad's idea of the bison range was to maintain a hundred head, and then each year they would have a roundup and they would butcher the excess and then divvy out the meat to all the people. And for the powwow on Saturday, they had a big bison roast. And as I'm sitting here staring across the arena, I can see the roped-off area where they would have the bison roasting in a big pit in the ground. And I feel my dad smiling. As the wind starts to pick up beside me, I feel the ancestral lineage that is here, the legacy that is left behind. I think about the trees off in the distance, the mountains, the Pondere River that flows, and this land that grew me. And it brings my mind, my thoughts to all of us, for you too, you know, what is it that grew you? What was the land like? The things that were our steady, the things that are stable, that were before we got here, that are now and that will be when we cross over to the other side again. Those are the things that keep me going and keep me leaning into something more. That spiritual nature, that steadfastness of Machaina, Mother Earth. That as I am sitting here, the air feels familiar because it is the same temperate climate that I grew up with. It is a much cooler day today being a day in August currently as I am recording this, it's probably only about 71 degrees or so, which is pretty unheard of for the summertime. But I think about my growing up years and all the times that we had the powwows that would be held here and the frequency and vibration of our footsteps as they hit these grounds. I remember one time dancing at this powwow. I was about 22, and it was, or maybe I was about 21, somewhere in there. It was just before my brother had passed, and he lived up here at that time. He actually helped to take care of and manage that bison herd. And he was dancing here as well. And I remember having that feeling like I wanted to dance my very best, wanted to be my very strongest so that I could um, show him through my dancing how much I appreciated him. You know, it's those things that I think about. Having my family on the outskirts of the arena when I was in my competition, the feeling of the grass beneath my feet on the second and the third day because 
at that point in time, we didn't have this cover over the arena. It was just the sun peering down. And after enough time of the moccasins touching the ground, the grass would kind of lay down and it would become a little bit slippery. And the kind of dance that I do is very athletic. And I remember giving it, oh, my all. And dancing so hard and yet being very mindful of the grass that was so slippery beneath my feet. To be steady and certain in my footsteps and my footwork. Feeling the strength of my ancestors dancing with me. When I was little and growing up on the lake, where we lived was about maybe about 40 minutes from where the tribe is here. So that was my dad's commute every day. And as I was growing up there, I remember first thing in the morning, putting an eight track, <laughs> putting an eight track into the stereo system and blasting some good powwow tunes and dad and I be dancing up a storm, all in preparation for the powwow trail, as we would call it. As I'm sitting here in the bleachers, looking out at this dance arena, when just a few days ago, all these dancers were here giving it their all. I can still feel that. Every time we take a step, we ground ourselves and leave an imprint of who we are. We share energy with each other and we carry with us our energy to share. And I think of all these moccasins and footsteps that have stepped foot into this arena, this arbor, and others like it around the whole nation. And I think of that flooring at that little lake house when dad would slide that eight track in and we would dance up a storm and we would dance hard and he would tell me to really feel the music with every drum beat my moccasin would hit the hit the ground my foot would hit the ground and there was a transaction is what it felt like and I still feel that you know just dancing here at this powwow I feel that and there's strength to be gained by that transaction, by getting in touch with the natural world in the way that is what your heart leans into. And you come from a people, a lineage. Could be multiple lineages. It could be something that you resonate with personally, something that you're ancestor had that come down to, through the pike, so to speak. Or it could be something from longer ago than that. Maybe it's something that just your spirit speaks and understands. Either way is beautiful. And to understand that that is how to get right with your energy field, that that is what is important to lean into. 
And I believe that our family, you know, we choose our family before we are born. The broad strokes of our life are chosen before we are born by us. You have chosen the things that you came in to live. And oftentimes from a spiritual standpoint, you know, life seems easy before we get here. And then when we get here and we get wrapped up and sometimes swept away in the isness of the of the crazy and the chaos and the, the doing rather than the being, it's easy to kind of lose track of what is real. So these opportunities that we have to take our shoes off, get grounded, if you're native, get your moccasins on. If you're not you know, go down to the water, find what it is with you that resonates with you, that calls you home, that allows you to get right with your ancestors so that they can hear you, so that they can speak to you through this wind that is rattling these leaves here. Through the water that is flowing beside us. wherever you happen to be at this time that you are listening. My hope and my intention for you is that you can sink into your heart. Take a deep breath. Feel that breath down in the bottom of your lungs. Feel that reverberation, that frequency that flows through that allows you to be connected. Because we're that culmination of those elements. Your body is the earth. Your blood, your lymphatic system is the water. Your hochoka, your spark of life is the fire, that center within you. And then your breath is spirit. And every time you take a breath, you're connecting with spirit. You're inviting spirit into your body. And think about it. What is the greatest carrier of oxygen in our body? It's our blood. The oxygen carries that spiritual force into our blood and our life force energy circulates through that blood passageways, through the waterways, visiting every single cell that we have got. And each cell that you have carries with it that memory of all you have ever been, all that you are, as well as all that you will ever be. As a spiritual being, there is no time or space in spirit. So to see this life as a gift is imperative, no matter what it looks like. Even if you're met among challenging hard times, You can shift your perspective and see it in a different light and understand that we are just here to visit, that spirit is where we are from. We come here to visit and that eventually we get to go home. And while we are here, it is a matter of bringing our spiritual life force energy to life, to ignite it, to make it strong. And the way that we are able to do that very effectively is to get right with the elements that are around us. Get back into the things that you are built from. Even if it is only in your mind that you travel back to the place that raised you 
And it doesn't matter that if it was in a city, it doesn't matter if it was in another country. It doesn't matter if it was in poverty or if it was very well off. Dokashni, that doesn't matter. What matters is the elements that were present at that time, the earth that was beneath your feet, the breath that you were breathing, the sun that would peer down and shine upon you during the days, the moon that you could gaze at at night, the water that was around you, even if it was coming from a faucet. Those elements are everywhere. We have access to getting grounded in our own space anytime we like. That is the way that you can up-level yourself, make yourself stronger than you've ever been, no matter where you are at. Feel what the air feels like on your skin right now. Wherever you are sitting, wherever you are standing, wherever you are walking, or if you are laying, feel what your body feels like in its surroundings. And then give gratitude, Wopila, for this life that you get to live. Take that deep breath all the way to the bottom of your lungs and put another little pop of oxygen in the bottom there. A little double breath and you'll feel that reverberation through your body as it oxygenates your life force energy through your blood, carrying it through the cells and getting you right with who you really are. And with that, in your mind's eye, allow yourself to see yourself living your best existence, your best life, not based on what you don't want, only based on what resonates with you. What is it that makes you tick? What is it that is your heart song? <laughs> Because as I sit here and I feel the air on my skin as I'm looking out on this dance arena under this arbor, and I feel my ancestors, my mom's bloodline that comes from here, my dad's legacy of designing this very space. This is my heart song. This is where I travel to in my mind, in my heart, so that I can feel them, feel the joys that they must have had. My dad, as he walked onto this area when it was first being created, and it, yes, has evolved since he was alive and has evolved since we moved from this area when he first was working for the tribes. But nonetheless, there's no time or space in spirit. So as I sit here, I smile upon my ancestors as they smile upon me. I feel the air and 
the wind, the breeze, and I invite it to be with me, to oxygenate me. Invite that air in to oxygenate you. I reach my hand out toward the Ponderay River right here, and I can sense the current, and I can sense the flow. I can sense the tribes that camped up alongside and the life that they leaned into along these waters. Invite that water into you. If you have a glass of water in your hand, next time you do, hold it with intention. Understand that that is that water of life. Water is life. In Lakota we say, mini wichuni. Water is life because it is. We come from water. When we are packed within our mother's womb, we travel in water until we are here. Water is the basis of our existence. It is the carrier of the oxygen through the blood, able to visit every cell. When you take those deep breaths and you get grounded into who you are and you invite that water in strongly to carry your life force energy, intend it to be so with healing because your body is listening and your body is able to shift and move with that spiritual life force. The wind is kicking up a little stronger here, perhaps acknowledging these words, perhaps bringing me more inspiration to share with you. We are always in a state of becoming. We are always in a state of shedding what no longer serves, whether it be cells that are sloughing away, situations in our life, Memories that are fading into the distance. We are always in a state of regeneration. And to understand that your body has the capacity to heal is a beautiful realization. And that is how I've been able to get through a great deal of the things that I have been through. The cancer cells that needed to go, all the things that you need to let go of, you can. Intend it so. Breathe life into your body again. Take those deep breaths. Get grounded. Allow Machaina, Mother Earth, to guide you in your heart, guide you in your mind, guide your thoughts. Guide your spiritual life force. Get right with your lineage. Let your people who have walked before you walk with you and through you, taking you to a place that is better than anything you can imagine. Because you have the capacity to move the needle of this physical world. 
You have that. You own that. You are that. And with that, I'm going to say Doksha K. We will talk to you later. Sending you a lot of love from the arbor, the dance arena of the Kalispell tribe in Washington. <laughs> Hey, Chatu. And so it is.